Hello, 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 and welcome to a bonus episode of the Influencer Podcast. You guys know I could not leave you this year without giving you a good bonus. Now, today's episode is actually stemming from a recent live masterclass that I did with my dear friend, Erin Lindstrom. Now, Erin is a coach in my Shine Mastermind community, and she is also a sales strategist and mindset guru. If you are someone who wants to get your money mindset ready, she is your girl, which is why I had to have her in my mastermind to support all of the incredible women that I get to also support next year. And we dive into a lot of important things for 2021. And really for me, when I started thinking through it, what was the most important thing that I wanted to leave you guys with at the end of 2020, as you step into 2021 And what came up for me was money, was doubling your revenue, was getting you the money and the resources that you need, that you desire, that you want in order for you to grow and build the life of your dreams. So today is all about how to double your revenue in 2021. And I invite you in to just step into this conversation, listen to what we have to say. I give you some strategies and keys that I've used in my own business to double my revenue. And Aaron gives a lot of incredible tips and strategies and steps that you can start taking today to really start stepping into that life that you desire and that you're trying to build for yourself. I absolutely loved my time with her. We had such incredible feedback from our conversation, and now I get to share it with you. And as a quick reminder, if you want to step into a new version of yourself next year, I do have my accelerator program open. All you got to do is go to juliesolomon.net slash accelerator, check out the page. If it sounds like it is exactly what you're looking for, go ahead and apply. We'll get on a call and we'll talk about next steps. Okay. All right. Let's dive in. Welcome to the Influencer Podcast. I'm your host, Julie Solomon, a marketing strategist, brand building expert, speaker, and New York Times bestselling publicist. This is where I take you behind the scenes with today's top influencers, industry insiders, and entrepreneurs as they share step-by-step strategies to help you turn your online dreams into a purposeful and profitable business. Oh. Hi. Erin? Hey, hey, hey. Happy Monday. Happy Monday. I'm so excited to be here. I'm so excited for this conversation. Life is good. It is a much needed one. And hi to everyone that is here. I see Allison, Alisa, Anna, Angel, Anika, Becca, Beth. Hi, Beth. Brandy, Bryce, Camille. Hey, Charles. Love it. We we got a man in the house. Claudia, Emily. Hi, everybody. Let us know where you're tuning in from. Um, I always love to see where everyone's coming from. I'm tuning in from Nashville, Tennessee this morning. Miss Erin? Love it. I am in Norfolk, Virginia. Awesome. Okay. We're not too far from the beach, even though it's cold out. <laughs> yes, even though, even though. Um, okay, guys. So we're super excited for this. We have a lot to cover today. Um, and we want to make sure that we leave some good time for Q&A. So, um, we can kind of get down to the nitty gritty. Um, I am just going to go ahead and welcome you that this is three keys to doubling your revenue in 2021. We are really going to be talking about three keys. One is mindset. The other is strategy. And the third is community. 
and what, why, and how to use these three things to scale your revenue, your impact, and your influence to massive success next year and beyond. Um, I will also be sharing how my mastermind program, which is called Shine, there's two levels. There's an accelerator level and an elevate level help you do this like integratively. We're going to be talking about that too. Um, but for those who are like, who are these two fabulous people talking to me today? Um, my name is Julie. <laughs> I am the founder of Shine Mastermind. I am a business coach. I'm a mastermind leader. I'm a marketing strategist. And I am also the creator and the host of the Influencer Podcast. Woo-woo. And I am Erin Lindstrom, and I'm a sales strategist and money mindset coach. And I'm here today because Julie and I have been talking about this magic of her mastermind. Um, and my background is for the last nine years, which is like 100 years in internet years, um, I've been in the online business world, um, starting out really in the world of coaching and then moving over to copy and the marketing and the business behind everything and almost coming full circle where now everything that I teach is very strategic and about sales and making it not feel sleazy. So you actually feel good and you are like shining. Um, And there's the mindset piece of that, which is really, really important when you're showing up and growing your business. Um, And so I like to look at both sides of that coin. And so we'll talk about that too, as we go through today. Yes. And what is great about Aaron is that like we get to work together, which is amazing. I have been collaborating. I've known Aaron for a few years now. We share a very amazing dear friend of ours. And then yeah, we share our best friend. <laughs> and, um, and Erin truly is the best at what she does. And so I called her up a few months ago and said, Hey, I am ready to, you know, step into this mastermind and support women on at, at a really high level. And you are really good at what you do. And I would love to have your support in supporting me doing that. And so Aaron is actually going to be one of our coaches in the Shine Elevate experience for 2021 and just comes with a wealth of support and love and knowledge in what she does, which you're going to be hearing more about today. So we're going to go ahead and get started with all the good stuff. Um, So three keys to doubling your revenue. The first thing that we're going to be talking about today, as we mentioned, is mindset and really how to get your mindset right for money and and impact. Aaron and I both have a couple of things to kind of share with this, but the one thing that I really want to start out with is purpose. And no, I don't mean purpose with just like, everyone needs to have a purpose and like be yourself, be authentic, because that doesn't really help anybody, right? What I mean by purpose is that you need to be able to clearly define what makes you want to wake up every day and do what it is that you do? What makes you want to pick up this phone and post something, write something, connect with something? What is that thing that you want to show up and do and serve as if your livelihood depended on it? And if I were to say that there's a question that you need to be answering from this and all of the amazing notes that you're going to be taking today, that is the question. You know, what if your livelihood depended on it? Like, that's the question that you need to answer. So what would that be if your livelihood depended on it? Um, so with that said, I want you to kind of start thinking, and maybe there's some of you out there, and if so, you can like go ahead and put it in the chat box of, you know, you've, you maybe you feel like your purpose is your kids or your purpose is, you know, um, your family or your purpose or these things. To me, it's great to have these externals or these people that you live your purpose out for, but... For me, that's not my purpose. Mm. My purpose, to give you an example, is freedom. 
I wake up and I do what I do every day for freedom in my life. I pick up my phone to create content, show up for women to serve them on a higher level so I can have freedom in my life. Now, what that freedom creates for me is a better life for my kids, is a better life for my family, is, you know, I'm able to support causes that I love. I'm able to, you know, travel, well, normally, and experience life in fun ways. I am able to support, you know, my friends and family who may need it. Whatever is relative to you, that's what you want to think about. So I, I, I mentioned that because I want you guys to think a little bit deeper than just kind of like, it's my kids, my purpose is my kids, or my purpose is my family, or my purpose is, you know, to connect with people. Um, those are more byproducts. So, you know, and your freedom could be to, you know, entertain people. You know, I think a lot of comedians out there, that's going to be their purpose. They want to entertain people to give people kind of a break in their lives and to have a moment of reprieve. So kind of thinking about it in that way is where I want you guys to head and answering that question of, you know, what is it that your livelihood would depend on that you wake up every day to show up and serve? Hmm. I love that. One question that pops in my head that I love asking my clients too is like, let's just say for a minute that you had a funnel that was working and you were bringing in a million dollars a month without having to do anything for the highest good of all. No one's getting hurt. You're just like making a lot of money and you're helping. Like, how would you spend your days? And if you could choose what they were learning through that funnel, like, what would you be teaching? And I think those kind of like just can give you some perspective if you're feeling like, uh, I don't know why I just want to pay the bills, you know what I mean? But really connecting to that something bigger um, requires you to kind of like zoom out. And as we talk about like this mindset piece of the puzzle as being one of the keys, I really think that mindset work, being aware of the fact that like, oh, you have thoughts in your head and like you are not your thoughts is something that will not only change your business and how you show up as a leader, but it changes your whole life. And that's why mindset, like, it's so broad. There's so much work you can do here. But to me, it's one of the biggest investments you can make in yourself, which in turn then shows up in your business. Because as much as your business is a separate entity from you, the human, there's also crossover. And I always think of it as like a Venn diagram where whatever's happening, like running a business is a huge personal development project because you will see yourself in there. Um, And so you developing as a human and really being aware of that and getting clear on your desires and your needs and your communication, like all of that counts, all of that matters. And it does come up in your sales too, because those are skills that are needed to have a sales call where you're feeling in your power and you're not um, totally attached to the outcome or feeling like needy or anything like that. So a couple of things I just want to mention about mindset too, and I feel like we're dropping a lot of like wisdom here. So feel free to, you know, take what's here and you might be um, thinking about it for the rest of the day. You might have downloads next week, but just kind of, you know, meet yourself where you are. Um, A couple of things you can do here are start to really notice like your current beliefs. What are you telling yourself when you saw the title of this webinar was about doubling your revenue? Were you like, oh yeah, that's possible. Or were you like, no way. And just notice, like, how are you reacting to things, right? What is, like, what's your setting right now as far as possibility, as far as the impact you can make, as far as the sales that you can, like, show up and do? Um, Because we want to know, like, where are you right now? What are the truths that you are currently, uh, you know, holding as truths that are really just stories because truth changes over time, right? But where are you now? And then also, where do you want to be? How are the beliefs that you have serving you? Is there anything you want to let go of? And if you can think of yourself a year from now, 
when you like, how do you want to respond to things? What do you want your instinctual reaction to be? Do you want it to come from like, ah, no, that's not for me. Or do you want the kind of the lens of possibility with you? And so checking into where you are is the first step of changing any of that. And to me, if you want to create more revenue next year, you first have to believe that it's actually possible. I love that. And, and to touch on that a little bit with that possibility piece, when you think about what's possible, you could ask yourself, mm-hmm. does this make me feel expansive or does this make me mm-hmm. feel restricted? And why? Yep. Why is that? Because it could make you feel restricted because of just fear or I don't know what I'm stepping into or I'm a little anxious or I have butterflies, which honestly, like you should be having those feelings whenever you're about to step into like a major life transformation. (laughs) So it actually worried about you if you didn't have all of those feelings, but that's different than a restricted feeling of I'm not enough. This isn't possible for me. Um, I can't learn anything from this. I can't grow. I can't expand. And so really kind of seeing the the duality of those two things, I think is important. And then I really just want to know from those that are here today, like who can honestly commit to getting clear on your purpose and really starting to pay attention to your belief system today? Like if you can commit to that, just say like me in the chat box or whatever. Um, I think that having that accountability in that community piece, awesome. Okay. We're seeing them through. Cause I think that that's so important just, just to declare that for yourself of like today, I am choosing to commit to getting clear on my purpose, to noticing my current belief systems, to figuring out what it is that holds me back and like how I'm going to overcome that. Oh, it's so important. The commitment piece of the puzzle, that is the mindset work, right? Especially because I think so many times we set these big goals to go out and achieve. And when it doesn't happen immediately, we tend to go through the like, maybe this isn't for me. Like, am I failing? Am I not good enough? All of that. And when you have commitment, it gives you that other lens, which is like, oh, this is information. I'm learning things from this first launch. It doesn't have to be perfect. Like you have time and space. And when you know your purpose that you're showing up for that, it just gives you you know, there's, there's nothing else you'd rather be doing. So there's a commitment to figuring it out that I think really goes a long way. Yep. Love it. Mm-hmm. All right, guys. So that's key one. Are we ready for key two? All right. All right. So we're into the strategies. So there's some strategies that Aaron and I have been talking about lately that we've seen that just steadfast and true. They work like, you know, facts, hashtag facts. Who loves facts? Mm-hmm. I love facts. <laughs> right. And these are really the strategies that you need to double your business. These are the exact strategies that I have used to double my business. And these are the exact strategies that I teach my clients, my mastermind members, my students to use to double their business. And so it goes a little bit like this. There are essentially three things. That's it. Three things that you need to focus on if you want to double your business. And here they are. The first thing is your offer. It's literally, what is it that you're offering to the world? What is your service? What is your product? Product? What is your program? What is it that you're offering to the world? The second thing is your prospect. Who are you offering this to? Some people call this the avatar, your ideal customer, your audience. Who is the person that you are essentially going to be offering your offer to? And the third is your sales. Like, how much money are we making? How many offers are we putting out there? So the only thing that you need to be thinking of when it comes to offer your prospect and your sales is really getting clearly defined on what it is that you offer and then go and make those offers. 
One of the biggest challenges that I see people do is that they'll create an offer, they'll have an idea of who their prospect is, but then the sales piece doesn't actually ever really kind of happen. And the reason why is because they're not making any offers. Now, when I say this idea of like make an offer, what I mean by that is that you make an offer to someone and they either say yes to you, like, oh, I love this shiny offer. I want it. Yay. Great. You make a sale. Or they say no to you. If you make an offer out into the world, if you make an offer to your prospect and you don't get anything back, they don't say anything to you, you pitch something, you don't get an email back, they don't answer the call, what it may be, that's not an offer. In order for an offer to be an offer, you have to either get a yes or get a no. And the most important part to this, are you guys with me? Offer prospect sales. The most important part to the offer, what do you think it is? You think it's like figuring out the yeses and like getting more yeses? Crystal says yes. Follow-up. What else do you think is important about the offer? Getting the yeses, the feedback, the follow-up. Relationship. Okay, Taylor, you get golden star. So, and I'm going to kind of harp in on this and what Taylor just said. The most important part about making an offer is the no's. You've got to get no's so you can learn from the no's, get the feedback from the no's, tweak your offer, pivot it, and then make more of them. That's all that it is. And once you create more offers, once you get, and you want to think of it in this way. If you're creating a bunch of offers and you're getting some yeses and you're not getting any no's, you're not, you're not creating enough offers. You want to be getting so many no's because with every yes that you're going to get, you need to go ahead and just plan for 10 no's, right? Like we can just kind of say it in that. For every yes you're going to get, you're going to get 10 no's. So if you want to get 100 yeses, how many no's do you have to get, right? So it's really about waking up every single day saying like, how can I get a no today? How can I get a no learn so I can get feedback and so I can pivot my offer in a way that really supports my prospect, right? So that's what you want to say. And again, an offer isn't an offer if people aren't answering. If people aren't answering, a lot of times what that means is that you have one of three problems. It's either the wrong offer or you're offering it to the wrong person or it's at the wrong price. And you've got to make sure that you have the right education, strategy, support in place for you to figure out how to fine-tune one of those things. Now, you don't want to try to fine-tune them all at the same time because then you're going to be like, well, what worked and what didn't? You want to take one of those things, fine-tune it, and then move forward. Mm -hmm. That's what you want to focus on. An offer is not an offer unless you get a yes or a no. And the goal is to get as many no's as you possibly can so you can learn from those offers, get feedback, pivot your offer, and then keep it going. And then the goal for that is to make it a repeatable process. The more you learn, the more that you're able to show up, sell, serve, and repeat the process, which means the more that you can double, triple, quadruple your revenue. And that's the most important part to this. And, and even with the no piece is that, and this kind of goes back to your purpose, what, what makes your offer so important is that it's coming from you. You know, and I think a lot of times with this comparison, you feel like, oh, well, I can't create this offer because it's already happening or these other people are doing it. But what people, the prospects that you are meant to show up and serve in this world, the reason why you are here, the reason why your prospects' lives aren't going the way they're supposed to go, the reason why they're not seeing 
the success that they want to see is because they don't have you in their life. And that's why your offer is so important. You've got to create the offer. You've got to get it in front of the right prospect. And you've got to make sure to repeat that process over and over again so you can change lives because that's what you're here to do. And so that's why this is so important. Yes, money is great. We all love to double our revenue. We all love to triple our revenue. But the point of this at a deeper level is for you to really succeed at your your path and your purpose on this planet, which is to serve others and to make sure that you make an impact in their lives. And that's really why we create offers to begin with. So we can do some Q&A at the mm-hmm. end and want me to kind of like dial into those a little bit more, but that is the gist. Yes. My friends, have you ever thought that you have done the hard part? You have started your business and you have taken that leap from belief into really stepping out and claiming a vision for yourself. But you know that if you want to make money doing what you love, you need other support. You need to grow. You need to scale. You need a marketing strategy. You need a lot of this stuff. Now, of course, I talk so much about these things, right? Like how to identify your target audience, where to find them, which marketing channels to focus on. So you're really making the most out of your budget. And of course, how to use things like data to set goals. But there's another great podcast that I love out there that also talks about this stuff. And it's called This is Small Business. This is Small Business, an original podcast from Amazon, answers so many of these kinds of questions. Whether you're dreaming of starting your business or you're looking to take a part-time side hustle full-time, or maybe you're a few years in and you're ready to scale. This is Small Business is going to give you the practical tips that you can start using today. And I know that if you love these topics on my podcast, you're going to love them on this one too. Make sure to follow This is Small Business on Apple Podcasts or Spotify so you don't miss these fantastic episodes. And a big thanks to This is Small Business business for sponsoring the show. Oh, that was so good. (laughs) And so, okay. So jumping off for like, from the strategy point, I think number one, I just want to highlight something you said, which is that like, the point is to help people make a decision. And like, that's part of the offer container, right? Is like someone needs to say yes or no, not just like ghost you. Um, And I think about this a lot as like your business is, it's a giant funnel. And I don't just mean Facebook ads to a landing page. Like None of that, just like relationships and the way that they go, that is important. And if you think about it like a proposal, if someone were to propose to you, right, like give you a ring, you need to say yes or no. You can't just be like, "Ah," (laughs) and leave the conversation, right? Like there's more to talk about there. As people with businesses, we tend to, what I see a lot of times with my clients anyway, with sales is that we make the offer and then we get really scared and want to run away because we're afraid of the next step. So we just like spit it out and leave. And I think what Julie, the point that you're making is that like, no, it doesn't end there. Like you're still there. And so you get to have this conversation. And so if the answer is like, I'm not sure, you can ask questions about that. It's a conversation. And whether you're talking to people through your email list or through your videos, you can either give them questions to just, you know, think about themselves or ask them straight up. Like, no problem. Totally understand. It's not a fit. May I ask why? And they can tell you that too. And like, so you get to be brave and bold and like actually just be showing up um, because you know that you're on purpose, you know what you're doing. Right. And that's why like mindset is like a key part of actually succeeding in your strategy. A couple other things that I'll add here around strategy. Um, so we have offer prospect and sales are like the keys, right? Like that's, we need to make sure those are unlocked. Now, if you feel confused about any of them, or if you're going back and forth between different options, here's what I would have you do is zoom out for a minute. And think in the next two years, 
Like, what is the goal here? What are you trying to create in one to three years, right? And then from that, you can actually uh, reverse engineer your action plan. And that's kind of where we want to make decisions from around your action plan. Not so much where are you now and what's happening and what's true, but what are you trying to do? And how is that leader showing up? And like, what are the steps in marketing and in sales and in um, putting information out there? Like, what does that look like, right? So you can actually access that sooner than you may be thinking that you can access it if you're starting from where you are versus thinking about where you want to be. And I think that's really key when it comes to strategy. And then the final piece of this here is, so you may be thinking a lot of things right now. You may have ideas pouring in. And one of the things you want to ask yourself is like, okay, so I know I need offer prospect and sales. What confusion do you have around that? And is the support that you need around getting clear and coming up with your strategy, like, do you need support around the information around the literal how to, or do you know kind of how to do it? And it's more about getting yourself to take action consistently and to show up for your dream the way you would show up for a job if someone else was the boss. Um, so really getting clear on like, and you probably, if you're like most people, we need both. Like we need both the mindset piece of the puzzle. So we are showing up and in our power, most of the time you are a human, you are allowed to have feelings. It's okay if it's hard some days. Um, and you need to know like, all right, this is the way I'm going. And the truth is there's a million different ways to go and they're all similar in some ways. So getting clear on like what you are doing and then how you're doing it. But that again, comes back to that commitment piece of the puzzle that we talked about with mindset too. Yeah. And I love that idea because a lot of times people are like, well, I don't know what my offer is. I don't know like what I should be creating. And so the question that I always love to pose is like, what would you offer if you were offering someone's dream come true? What would you offer them? Mm -hmm. If it was someone's dream come true, because at the end of the day, people don't want to, they don't want to invest in a plan. They don't want to invest in a strategy. They want to invest in results that are going to allow them to live out their own purpose. Right? Mm -hmm. So what would you create if you could give someone their dream come true? And when mm -hmm. it comes to like reaching the right prospect and the right person, that's when you have to get really, really clear on who it is that you're talking to, what it is that, how do you serve, what it is that you offer and why you are the go-to person for that. That's where the prospect is. And I'll kind of give you an example. So the offer that I offer to, to my prospect is basically a career. That is, that is my promise. That is the dream come true that I give my prospect is a career that they can feel super proud of, is a career that they can wholeheartedly own, is a career that they can, you know, they get to wake up every day and they're their own boss. You know, they get to decide how to live out that career. And my prospect is a woman who wants to make a lot of money and doesn't want to work for anyone else anymore. That's simple. So mm -hmm. for a woman who wants to make a lot of money and doesn't want to have to work for someone else in order to make a lot of money and you want a career, then I'm your girl. And so it's about asking yourself, how can you sell ice to an Eskimo who has the money for the ice? <laughs> so it's like my ice is a career. My Eskimo are women who want to make a lot of money and don't want to have to work for anybody else. And they have to be at a level to be ready to invest mind, body, spirit into the ice that I am promising them because my ice is so valuable. And I know that. And because I'm so aligned with my purpose, like 
I, I am so confident in the offer that I give to my ideal prospect because I, and that's why I've been able to repeat the process over and over again, because I'm confident mm-hmm. in that I know that it works and my prospects have seen success over and over and over and over again. So again, going back to that belief and, and I have to believe that to be true for that purpose to even come into fruition in the first place. So hopefully those examples can kind of give you an idea. Now you may be somebody out there and I'm kind of curious if you are, maybe you're thinking like, well, you know, I already have an offer and I already have a prospect and I'm I'm already making sales. So how does this apply to me? Well, my question to you would be like, okay, that's great. Have, are you at the full capacity of abundance that you want to be? Are you making as much money that you want to make? Are you living your life exactly how you want to live it? Do you have the most ideal clients you've ever wanted in the world and your life is like perfectly shiny and happy and all good? If not, there's always a level up. And that's how I look at it. So instead of thinking like, well, this strategy doesn't really apply to me, maybe you can start thinking about how can this strategy apply to me? How can I learn how to tweak my offer differently? How can I maybe bring in new products? And how can I learn how to repeat this process so I make more sales? being open-minded to that how piece. And that's what I would love to know who here today can commit to staying open to the how piece. Who Who here today can commit to learning what your offer is, getting it clearly defined, knowing who your prospect is, making sure that you are talking to the right prospect, and then making sales over and over and over again so you change the world and you leave this world way better than you came into it. All right, so mm-hmm. more than ready. That's what I like, Emily. I like the more than ready spirit. That is good. Good, good, good. Yeah, I love it. I'm excited to jump into the Q&A after because I see some questions coming in the um, chat. And one thing that I just want to say here too, because there was something about like, what if I'm beginning? These three things, the offer prospect sales, this is what you come back to in every level of business. Whether you are just starting out, whether you've been in business for a year and things are just kind of starting, or whether you are a seven, eight-figure business owner, this is what we're always talking about behind the scenes. <laughs> like, So just want to be totally clear too that like this doesn't, it's not more complicated than that. It's just about consistently refining and showing up for that and like putting in the work. Every successful like eight-plus-figure entrepreneur I know the only conversations that I have with them is like, how can we make more offers? How can we like find our ideal prospect? How can we Mm -hmm. a greater capacity? How can we make more of a difference? How can we make more offers? How can we make more? Like it's, it always goes back to that offer piece because the more offers that we make, the more impact that we have, the more influence that we have, the the more of that, of that desire to become a household name actually becomes a, a reality. And the reason why that's important, I think to most people is because you can serve the world in a greater capacity. So that's why this is so important. Yes. Yeah. All right. Awesome. Yep. And that, that question of, yeah, sorry. I'm just going to say that question of like, how can I show up and make more offers is the same question as like, how can I be more of service? Yeah. And I think that's like the, the key here is like, you're here because you have something on your heart. You have a gift to share with the world and you selling is of service. It's not annoying. It's not slimy. It's how you're bringing your gifts to the world. And it's, okay. And it's good that there's an energetic exchange in that. Yes. Mm-hmm. Okay. We're on to key three before we get to Q and a, um, community that is key three. And we're going to be talking about, so we know community is important, or if we don't, we're going to be talking about why it's important today. Yeah. <laughs> why that's so important. And, and honestly, now more than ever, why that is so important and how do we source community? How do we find our tribe and how do we use that tribe to grow our influence, to grow our impact, to 
make more offers and to become that source of success and that source of freedom and that source of purpose that we're wanting in our lives. So, you know, the reason why community is so important is because literally at the end of the day, nobody grows in isolation. As human beings, we are hardwired. We are pack animals. We are hardwired to be with each other. We are hardwired to live with one another. We are hardwired to thrive, grow, ask questions. You know, it's, it's literally that energetic exchange that we need in order to grow and truly step into the highest versions of ourselves as possible. Um, you know, this is not only in kind of the online business, or maybe you're even in a traditional business, but you use, you know, social media and online marketing as a way to make more offers, right? It can get so isolating as it is being a solopreneur or work from home mom or having a side hustle and you're behind a computer. And then you compact that with a global pandemic that literally orders us to sit at home and to not connect and to not be in each other's spaces, it can get very lonely, very isolating, and very depleting fast. And I will tell you, the biggest dream killer is isolation and loneliness. It is also one of the biggest drivers to addiction. It is also one of the biggest drivers to self-harm, to so many horrible, impactful things that can happen to our lives. So with all of that said, Community is vital in order for, for us to survive as human beings. Therefore, community in business is vital in order for your business to grow, thrive, and survive. You will not have a business if you do not have a community. It just is what it is. You can hustle it and you can kind of get to your, yourself to a certain point, but your business will plateau and you will not have a business if you don't have a community. Repeat after me. If I don't have a community, I don't have a business. <laughs> if I don't have a community, I don't have a business. So with that said, how do you use community to really kind of grow that piece? And, and here's the thing that I think, and I kind of want to touch on that idea of, I think a lot of times people think that, you know, maybe have, you know, like maybe just talking to somebody once is fine, or maybe joining a Facebook group is fine, or maybe this is fine. And at the end of the day, it's, you got to step into a higher version. You, you got to want more for yourself because if you are someone, and there's usually kind of two types of people that I see in my community, right? There's this one person that's like, you know what? I would love to have community, but the thing is, it's like, I'm just not quite there yet. Like my business isn't there yet. Um, I don't have the time. I'm a mom. I don't have, you know, um, the time or space or money to kind of invest in showing up for a community. And so because I don't have any of that, I can't get all of that. So what I'm going to have to do is I'm just going to have to wait for the perfect day for all of those ducks to align. And then I can have community and then I'll be successful. Mm -hmm. They're waiting for their externals to change, to actually step into the community that is actually the conduit for their externals changing, right? Mm -hmm. So what you need to be thinking about is like, who do you need to be today? Instead of waiting for those externals to change, the other type of person that I know, they don't wait for that. They decide, they make a commitment and they make a decision to say, I'm going to start acting as the person that I want to be in the future so I can start getting the results that I want today. I'm going to start seeking out the community that I need to be around 
the, 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 the critical thinkers, the ones that are going to help me expand and help me grow. I don't want to be the smartest person in the room anymore, or I don't want to be the only person in the room anymore. I want to be right. a group of like-minded people that are going to support me energetically with my business, with my strategies, with my purpose, holding me accountable to get me to where I want to go. And I'm going to make that decision today. So it's not about waiting for the externals to change. It's not about waiting for the community to like fall down from the sky and find you. It's about <laughs> stepping in and find calling in that community that you know that you need and that you really truly desire to really grow and expand your business and your life to a whole new level. And I'll just give you a quick story. I mean, I, Aaron and I are sitting here today because of a community. Aaron and I are literally on this call today because I was in a mastermind five years ago with our bestie. <laughs> and because of, of mm-hmm. me, I was able to meet Aaron and here we are today. And now we're able to show up and serve you. So just for that one decision that I made five years ago to be in a mastermind, to find community, to connect with those women and to really you know, even though I was scared, like to really like say, here I am, I don't have all the answers, but I'm ready to show up, do the work, serve and support. I'm now able to be here with you today, giving you this. And that is what lights me up. You know, that it, it is that domino effect of expansion, abundance and service that keeps me coming back every single day because that is freedom. Amen. <laughs> Oh, it's so true. And what's funny too, is that on the other side of that story of, (laughs) oh, it's so true. And what's funny too, is that on the other side of that story of like how you met our mutual bestie, like I also met her inside of a container that was a supportive business building community. Of course you did. Yeah. And like, so most of my clients, I asked a question, I have a free Facebook group and I asked a question in there probably a year ago-ish. And I was just like, hey, who here considers themselves like the black sheep of their family? And what I call it is the shiny sheep of your family, <laughs> because you're like different. You're doing something differently. You don't have a normal job. Like if you're starting a business, you are automatically putting yourself in a container that is probably different than what most people are doing in your life. And that can be really scary. So a lot of times going back to that mindset piece for a minute, the biggest reason for sabotage is thinking that like, we're not going to be safe stepping out in this way. And part of safety is belonging and having a sense of belonging. So when you're making yourself different within, you know, your family or within your friend group, um, that can be really vulnerable. And so putting yourself in a community, um, which looks like either investing in one, joining groups with other people who are like that, and really coming to the table as someone with an open heart, I would say, um, who has the, like, we're figuring it out. Like I'm here for you. Like being a friend is how you get a friend. Right. So it's really how you're showing up and what your energy is like in these places. And when you have that, everything changes. And I feel like this is the biggest key that like no one really teaches. It's hard to describe until you actually like feel it and have it. But when you are in a container of people and you can show up and be like, oh my God, like this is really hard today. And they can say, totally hear you. We're here for you. And tomorrow, like we're, we're still working towards this because we know it's your purpose and we see you and like, we get what you're trying to do. Like that is life-changing. That is how you actually show up for the investments that you make because you have people who care about you, who care for you and who see you in a way that you're kind of taking a chance showing up and seeing yourself in this way. 
you're the only one who can show up to a community and be like, this is who I am and this is what I do. But when you have the power of other people then reflecting that back to you, it changes who you are because it seals it like inside of you. Now, like I remember talking to a friend a couple months ago about business stuff and like, none of this is perfect. Mindset is a practice. Like, and I was personally having a day where I was kind of like questioning everything and like, what am I doing? And he said to me, he's like, yeah, but you know, like one of the best things that you have and like what he's like, your best friends who are all successful business owners, by the way, who we've grown our businesses in tandem, like they all love you and they all see you and they all trust you. So doesn't that tell you something like they can't all be wrong about you. They're some of the smartest women, you know, like they're not making a mistake about you. And that knowing that is like, oh yeah, they bet on me. So I guess I can bet on me too. And so I think that's one of like the most beautiful things about the containers that Julie set up for 2021. Um, So I'm going to talk about like the masterminds for a second, just in case you aren't aware of them or if you've been on the fence and then we'll move into Q and a, but The Shine Accelerator and Shine Elevate are two mastermind communities. And the reason I'm talking about them right now is because I think they are so powerful and so important. So if you are, you know, listening to us and you're like, oh my God, I do need strategy and mindset and community. I just want you to know that like things like this don't happen. It's not an accident. Like you showed up, you heard a call, we're here, we're talking about it. So I would just invite you to kind of like listen to your intuition around that. Um, and really check in. The way that, you know, Julie and I are connected is because we we each said yes to ourselves in some way, and that brings you around more people who are saying yes to themselves. Um, they say, like, the tide raises all ships, right? Like, it's that same thing of when you show up to a container and you put in the work, when you identify the kind of support that you need and say yes to it, then anything really can happen. And so if you are growing your business and you're kind of in that phase of, like, I need the foundations, I need... Like, I want this to be legit. I want to feel differently about it at the end of 2021, thinking back to strategy and kind of looking ahead to figure out what you need. If you know that you're like, I'm ready to really like turn up the volume on this, then the accelerator might be perfect for you, right? And on the other hand, if you're like going smoothly and like things are happening and you're really ready to scale, then Elevate is something that you might want to look at because Both of these containers are about giving you the strategies and the mindset support that you need so you can create the goals that you want to accomplish. And this is really just kind of like the first step of like, you know, we're all sitting here together and we have, we have one common thing like in mind. And that is that we all get each other. Like we, we get what we're doing and we get where we're trying to go. Everyone that raised their hand and decided to be here wants to be here because they want to learn how to double their revenue in 2021. And they wanted the keys and strategies to do that. There right now, like that right there is a like-minded purpose that you all have. And I think that is the biggest thing for me. And I'll give you like a funny story is that for, I went through life for years feeling like no one kind of got what it was that I was trying to do in entrepreneurship. I still, to this day, my parents tell people I'm a publisher. I was never a publisher, publicist, but like they still, to this day, they're like, Julie's a publisher. She publishes her blog. I'm like, cute. Okay. Whatever, you know, whatever you do, you But the thing is, is that when it comes to creatives that have big goals and big dreams and, and we move at such a fast pace because, you know, the entrepreneurial industry is constantly innovating and constantly changing, you have got to have people that get where you're trying to go. You have got to have people that understand what it is that you're looking for, that understands what it is that 
you know, you're striving to become where you want to go and they can support you in making that happen because they're on the same wavelength. You guys basically like talk the same language. And that is another key of why it is so important to surround yourself with a community of women who really do understand where you are today and where you're trying to go and can talk to each other at that level and really hold space without judgment without confusion and really kind of give you that runway that's needed, that clarity runway that's needed to just go and skyrocket. Mm -hmm. Yep. So if you were, you know, one of the people who was saying like, you're committed, if you're feeling that, if you want to learn more about shine, hit the button so you can actually apply and you can have a conversation with either me or Tanya. um, And we can just talk about it. Like, let us know where you are, where you're trying to go. There's no pressure But if you are feeling like, I do want this, this is something I'm like interested in investing in for myself and my business, like take that next step because you're the only person who can take the step. No one can do it for you. Yeah. And just like, think about like the holidays are coming up. Like how many people may or may be going somewhere to have a holiday dinner with a group of people who has no idea what it is that they do or what it is that they're trying to do. (laughs) Like raising my hand. (laughs) My grandma's like, I love your blog. I'm like, I don't know. It's like, what would it feel like for this time next year at next Christmas to be able to go somewhere and be like, you know what? These people may not get it, but I've got this whole tribe over here that gets it. And like, that's all I need. You know, like I don't have to look for the source of understanding here because I've got the source here. And that's why it's so important. Um, I do want to answer some questions. So um, do you see them too, Erin, up the top? Yes. Yep. Um, so we can just start at the top and work our way down. Um, Perfect. So Lisa had a good question. She said, how would you grow a community? Um, well, Erin kind of touched on this before. Like, In order to you know, like, get friends in your arsenal, you have to be a friend. So in order to grow a community, you have to be a part of a community and you have to serve a community. That would kind of be, you know, the first idea that I would have. You have to surround yourself with a community of people. And then also it kind of goes back to that strategy piece that if you have the right offer and you're offering it to the right prospect, like that, that will naturally grow a community because you are essentially providing a service and you are solving a, you're a solution provider for what that community is looking for. So it's kind of like, if you build it, they will come. Like if you get really clear on your offer and you start offering that to the right prospect, like they are going to come to you for what you have. And that's, you know, why I use my example of like, my offer is a career and I offer it to women who want to make a lot of money and don't want to have to work for anybody else anymore. So if that's you, like, you know where to come to get the goodies. And, uh, and so that's a great way. Aaron, do you have any ideas on that? Yeah. So everything you just said, and then I'll just also say that like, um, community requires like consistent with an asterisk, um, like service, which to me is like love. So if you want to create community, how are you showing up and serving? How are you like giving value to people on a daily basis or a weekly basis, whatever it is for you, but kind of defining like, what is the rhythm here of the song that you're playing and then showing up for that song all the time. So people know that they can trust you because the community is built around trust. So are you showing up consistently? What do you want it to be around? Who are you trying to serve? And how can you actually show up to build relationships? Like community is not just about like an Instagram post a week. It's about how you're um, talking to people in the comments or how you're starting conversations in the DMs, 
how you started a Facebook group that has like a, this thing is happening. Like it actually requires you to look at it as relationship building. And so you can start small and know that that's just as important as big. It's not about the numbers necessarily. It's about the impact. So I think those are some jumping off points. Those are good. Um, okay. So we had another question that said, I'm at the beginning and I'm working on brand deals. Would making more offers mean sending more pitches? Absolutely. A pitch is an offer. So it's like, if you want to make, and no matter what you're doing, like whether you're a blogger who's wanting to make brand deals, whether you're a service provider who's wanting to attract more clients um, and build out your client base, whether you're a copywriter who wants to write more copy for people, you know, it, it's a pitch is an offer. So in order to get more of that, you've got to make more offers. So hopefully mm-hmm. that answers your question. Yep. Um, asked, I don't know how sales, oh, sorry, Erin, did you have something to add to that? Oh no, it's okay. You're good. Okay. Awesome. See, ad, I don't know how sales can fit into my business since it's based on YouTube. I've tried it in the past and sales pitches fall flat. Erin, thoughts there? Yeah, well, I think this, number one, how are you trying to make money? When we're talking about sales, like I would get really clear here. You can have a business, and Julia can speak more to this, right? Like an influencing business where you are making money from ads and brand deals and all that stuff. What it sounds like to me here, and I might be misinterpreting, is that you're making pitches to your viewers. And so what I would ask there is like, what, what is the pitch? What is the offer? Like, and how are you communicating that to them? Are you saying something one day and then not talking about it for three months and then offering them something like the attention to the actual business part of this, the, what is your offer and how are you showing up and nurturing people more than just asking them for a sale, but actually preparing them to buy is like an interesting piece as well. So you want to think about that. And how is your content actually moving people from someone who just met you to someone who's ready to invest in your service or your offer? So looking at that whole thing, like there's more to look at here than just like asking the question. It's how are you asking? How does that build into your relationship? And that's definitely possible. I think video is one of the best ways to build relationships with people. So you're in a sweet spot if you are building a relationship. And then it's coming back to what Julie was saying before about like your offer and your prospect and the price, right? And getting really clear and tweaking that. Yeah. And I agree. I mean, mm-hmm. you're on video, so you're already like 10 steps ahead of most people <laughs> because you've established, yeah. you've established your brand on video, which is amazing. See, so I would go back to the idea that if you are making offers and they're falling flat, I would get curious on, are you making the right offer? Are you making it to the right person? Yes or no. And then mm-hmm. if you don't have the answers to those questions. Those are the, those are the questions that you need to go get answered. So then you can make sure that you're refining that. And here's another thing that I want to say, because I'm just going to be completely honest, because I think that it's something that we all tend to kind of come up again when we make offers. The the biggest feedback that we'll get from someone is like, I don't have the money or I don't have the time. Mm-hmm. You got to think about it. That's also like the easiest way for someone to like get out of not having to like step into their own empowerment and really commit to something. Mm-hmm. Resistance, resistance, Right. And so I always like to say it like this. If somebody really doesn't have the right time, that's why making more offers is so important because you could be like, oh, that's really curious that you don't have enough time. Is there a way that I could create this for you that is less time consuming for you to still get the results that you need? You know, if someone really honestly, truly, because sometimes we don't have money to invest in things at this time, right? And that's okay. But if someone truly doesn't have the money to invest in what you're offering, it's the wrong prospect. They're not your person. You got to remember what I said. You got to have to, you have to be able to sell ice to an Eskimo that has money 
for what you are selling. Okay. That's the key piece that if you've got a bunch of people in your, you know, in your community that you're giving offers to, and none of them are at the place yet to be able to invest in that, then I would get, start to get really curious on maybe repositioning your prospect and finding the prospect who is ready to commit and to invest in what it is that you're offering. So I hope that that helps. All right. Um, Okay. So Claudia asked, and I think we've kind of answered this, um, how we get feedback from those not answering. Um, Well, if they say no, you can ask questions. If they're just not answering, I would work on like, how do we kind of remove that person and get them like kind of like out of the way and maybe like they need to go find their right service provider because if they're not answering me, then I'm clearly not the right service provider for them. So I'm actually Mm -hmm. doing them a disservice by like hanging out here and trying to like be of service and give them offers when I'm not offering them what it is they're looking for. So that's why I keep saying like the no's are so important. Yeah. I would say too to that, like another question that I love to ask is what would make this a hell yes for you? Because if they're like in a sales conversation with you and they're loving everything so far, and then you get to price or whatever, and they're like, yeah, I'm going to think about it and start to like ghost, just ask them like straight up, like they will tell you the answer. And if, if it's not the right fit, like you start to hear these things and you can tweak and know too that like, if you're on a sales call, that's how you're doing this. Like you're an artist, you're painting a picture you can change a little bit here. Like you have flexibility depending on your offers and the way that your business is working, but they might say like, I really am looking for something that's a thousand dollars, not 3000. And you can be like, well, we can do just the intensive and not the whole, you know, coaching package or something like that. Um, or if they're looking for, you know what I mean? Like you can, you can look at your offer and ask yourself, is there a smaller bite here? Or maybe they want more help than you're asking or than you're offering. And so you can go into like, oh, well, I have a VIP option where I come to your city and we have a VIP day and I'll do all of your Instagram for you, like whatever you're selling. There's there's just opportunities here to go bigger or smaller if it is in service of what you actually want and in service of them. But just knowing like where you can be flexible and what your boundaries are then gives you more freedom on the calls too to, to offer something that works for everyone. Mm-hmm. Or an email or a DM. I mean, I have people tell me no. And just to give you retrospects, like, you know, depending on the various services that I have, I have one, you know, product that we make thousands of offers a month, like 9,000 offers a month. Mm -hmm. And we get like, you know, probably 80 people that say yes out of 9,000. But it's amazing because I've got thousands of people that I can be like, oh, that's, I'm like, that's interesting. I'm curious. What made you say no? Right. And, and because of that, and you have to remember like the way that you get feedback is by asking questions. Yeah. <laughs> and you have to be open to that right? and come to it with a lens of curiosity and not, this is why the mindset stuff is so important is because you have to know that that's not about you as a human being bad or that you've done something wrong. You know what I mean? No, it's just part of the process is like, you have to be open to learning to get that feedback so you can then shift and make it work better and better. You have to be okay with hearing no, which is one of the hardest words for human beings to hear because yeah. we, we take it personal. So what I say, it's like, I have this little acronym that I use for it. You have to learn how to Q-tip your nose. And what I mean by Q-tip, you have to quit taking it personal. Okay. Q-tip your nose, quit taking it personal. It has nothing to do with 
They're my visual was a Q-tip and the nose, so. Q-tip the nose. Yeah, you really brought that to life for They're me. They're saying no to you. They're saying no to right. your offer. Yes. Right? So it doesn't mean that you're, you know, it doesn't mean anything. And that's, again, the mindset stuff, because a lot of, like, wounds and traumas and all of that can start coming up when people tell you no, which is a very common feeling and reaction to have. That's why mindset's so important. That's why we have mindset in the mastermind. We cover an elevate and accelerator. We have so much focus on getting your mindset right to make all of the money and abundance and influence that you want in your life. And while we're at it, I would love, like, we can kind of share a little bit more about kind of what to expect. I know that some of you are looking at the page right now and kind of seeing what's happening, but every single month you get coaching calls. Every single month you get, um, depending on what level you're in, you could get, you get various coaching calls in both levels. Um, you get mindset calls in accelerator every single month. There's also mindset stuff that's happening in elevate every single month. You get a curriculum with accelerator. Cause again, this is kind of like I'm getting started. I'm building up to that six-figure income. Like I'm, I'm, I'm wanting the six-figure success, but there's some foundational things that I need to make happen to make that uh, a reality for me. And so that's all covered in Accelerator. And we have, you know, I really made sure to curate the support system that's needed to get you where you want to go. Every single human that is in Shine Accelerator and in Shine Elevate are, are actual human beings that helped me get to where I wanted to go in my business. They were either coaches of mine, they were mentors of mine, they were programs that I invested in. These were people that I implemented their strategies and their convictions and their purpose and, and all of their goodness into my business and got it to where it is today. So I wanted to offer that to my community because I knew that that was important. And, and what I think what really sets Shine apart from anything else is that these, these coaches, this support system, along with me and the community, we're going to be with each other for the entire time that we are in it. So it's not like someone's just dropping in to teach you something and leave. They're actually going to be there to support you throughout every growth step that you take during our time together and shine. And that's what I was like really excited to create about it, that I get to bring in these incredible women who do amazing things in their businesses. And then they get to support my community. Like that's such a win-win. Um, and again, going back to the community piece, that's why it's so important. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. I have some more questions. Ooh, this is a good one from Lydia. Any tips to overcome our self-doubt in showing up to our prospect as we have to show up as often and as many as possible before we know the right prospect? Yeah, so that's an interesting question. Number one, I would ask, like, what's causing you to doubt yourself? And are you able to, this is helpful for sometimes, right? Like, is what is the persona there are different pieces of us and you were allowed to use pieces of yourself like for sales calls, for showing up for those conversations. Like what would the version of you who shows up confidently look like and sound like what kind of language you would use? I would get really clear on that. And then it's a matter of like showing up and letting her lead rather than letting the scared part of you lead. And so just getting clear on those differences and then noticing too, like what makes you feel high vibe? Would blasting Beyonce before you get on a sales call help? Would like taking a moment and meditating and just kind of like being in your power help. Like there are little things. And then the most important one I think is practice. Like a lot of the confidence comes with time. 
when you're showing up and constantly just like talking to people and relationship building, it gets easier and easier. And I will share with you one thing that um, I feel like has driven me throughout and always brings me peace is knowing that like people want to talk about themselves. They want to be heard. They want to be seen. So when you're creating containers where they can show up and share themselves and you're going to respect them and listen and see them, it's an act of service. And so really stepping into more of like, how is this a service? Even just showing up and having a sales conversation can really shift the confidence piece because it's not about you. It's about you showing up and creating a container for them. I love that. Mm-hmm. So good. I, I don't have anything to add to that. That was just bomb. Beautiful. Um, all right. This one I also thought was um, a really interesting question as well. Um, kind of a little bit more strategic based. Um, is it a good idea to lower your offer around high seasons to get more prospects and sales? Um, it depends on what your sales strategy is. Yep. Agreed. Like there's no right answers to any questions. Like there's no perfect price point. There's no perfect way to sell. There's no perfect funnel versus sales calls. Like it can literally be anything. (laughs) Yeah. It's really about like, what are you trying to accomplish? And then does that make sense? Like, are you playing a volume game? Are you playing a high ticket game? Um, And like, what are your boundaries around all of these things? So, and Jennifer, this is why knowing living your purpose is so important for this exact question. Because like, once you have that so rooted and like you have your purpose, and then once you're so clear on your offer and you're so clear on who your prospect is, like the rest is just like fun testing. Honestly. Mm, yep. One other question. So Jennifer, like if you're considering this, I would ask myself, what is causing me to consider this? Because if you're doing it out of like, no one's buying and I really like, if it's a desperation situation or coming from lack, that's different than it being like, I know I can serve my people. They're so excited. If I lower the price, like we'll get so many people in, it's going to be a win. Like, are you making the decision from abundance or from scarcity? And then make a decision from that versus like, cause anything can work. It's more about your energy around it. And someone asked like, how could I turn a no into a yes? I mean, again, like there's all different types of strategies and ways that you could do that, which again, is like, is why being in a community is so important because this is where you like get down to the nitty gritty and like talk strategy and deep dive and like teach things and share things with each other. But I would say that again, it goes back to your prospect piece. You may not be able to turn a no into a yes, and that's okay because that isn't your right prospect. So it's really about like, like getting so clear on making sure that you, that like in your pool of, of people that you're offering your offer to, that your ideal, that your real actual prospects are there. Mm-hmm. And, and like, that's my feedback for that. Erin, I don't know. Yeah. I'll add one other thing, which is just a lot of times a no is a not right now and different people buy at different speeds. So I have people who have been following me for like five years and this year have finally bought something. I don't care in a good way where I mean like they're their own person. They're making the best choices for them and I trust them to do that. Um, But just knowing too that like sales takes different amount of times for different things. And I would just notice how long it takes you to purchase something. If you're like, no one's investing in me, I would ask, are you investing in yourself? If you're selling something and sales aren't going, I would say, okay, like what am I doing in my buying? Because it will mirror each other. 
if you are getting um, a consistent response on sales calls, if people are saying like, oh, it's too much money, where are you telling people it's too much money? Because a lot of times this is healing that we're doing too. And so like your shit will show up in different places. And so just kind of like asking like, where else am I seeing this? How am I showing up in this? If people are afraid of your prices and afraid of investing, look at yourself and are you showing up and investing in yourself in the way you're asking your audience to? And what's your part? You know, mm-hmm. what's, what's your part in, in that, in that thought process and that, right. and what's your part in the content that you create and the mm-hmm. messaging that you send out and the way that you're talking to your prospects and the way that you're talking to yourself. All right. We have yeah. time for one more question, Anna. She says, one of the issues right. from across is that a prospect will drag their feet for months and then buy, or just keep dragging their feet. How could you turn them into either a yes or no and then use their feedback for that? My follow-up hasn't worked. Is it the type of questions that I'm asking or not asking? So I know we just kind of touched on that, but she's asking about Yep. Yep. So I would go to the people who are saying no and be like, hey, the number one, build relationships. If they feel like a yes person, even though they're a no to whatever you've offered, build your relationship with them. So you can still check in with them. You can say, Hey, just thinking of you, like, how's it going? You can respond to their Instagram stories, like whatever your social media strategy is. Um, but as you're building that relationship, you can, you can ask them questions. These are real people, right? So you can be like, Hey, I totally understand this wasn't for you. Like just wanted to know like what, what is here. Right. And just kind of have that feedback and don't be afraid to actually like to talk to people, especially when you're selling, um, And it's not really about volume right now. You know what I mean? If you're looking for 6,000 people to buy per month, that's a different conversation than looking for six or 16. Um, But if you are looking for lower numbers, more higher touch, like this is all relationship-based. And so really getting to know them, you will be able to see not only what they're telling you is the objection, but what is the mindset behind that? And so you can also look at what they're saying no to. And sometimes it is that they're not in the right spot to say yes. And then ask like, okay, how can I help them get from that spot? And you might be able to do that with like a free, like a masterclass or something. Right. Um, but how can you help move them? Or maybe you shift your offer. So it actually, um, adjusts to the problem that they're showing up with. So there's just a lot of like, how can you come to this with curiosity? What information is here for you? And then you get to make decisions on the other side of that. And also look at your numbers, because if this is happening with one out of 10 people and you still have nine people saying yes, it's not a problem. This is just how sales works. You know what I mean? So just kind of notice too, how much power are you giving to this one person or five people? Because a lot of times you just need to talk to more people to get more info. Yes. Yes, yes, yes. All right. Does anyone have any mm-hmm. other questions about shine before we pop off? I think someone asked about pricing. So the, the Shine Accelerator cost is, is on the website, if you guys saw that. It's the annual cost is on there. Um, and then Aaron, um, if you set up your call, that's where all of everything is, is discussed on there. We have yep. payment plan options, and Aaron, you can kind of chat. Yeah, there's, so there's payment plans for everything, and the prices are designed to be in alignment with where you are in business. So check out the sales pages. If it feels like it's a good fit, like we'll have a conversation more than happy to tell you all of the details. Um, but yeah, hopefully this was helpful. Please let us know. Like if you have takeaways, we're hanging out, we're on social media, all the things. And we would love to, you know, look over your application. If this does feel like it might be a fit um, and go from there. 
Yep. Oh, Emily had a great question. So the topics in Elevate look like more of what I'm interested in and need help with, but I'm not quite at 100K a year yet. Can I still apply? You can still apply, but not for Elevate. Elevate is a high-level mastermind. You have to be making six figures a year in order to really show up in a strategic, supportive way that is needed um, for that level. However, the same topics in Elevate are exactly the same topics in Accelerator. <laughs> so just so you know, you said the topics in Elevate look more of like what I'm interested in. You're going to get the same topics in Accelerator. It's just a difference of where you are at revenue-wise based off of the level of support that the community is bringing in, if that makes sense. And Erin, do you want to touch on that too? Yeah, I would say too, like if you're at 80K, you know what I mean? If 100K is a minute away, like fill out the application and like we can absolutely have a conversation about it and figure out like what the best place is for you. Yes, awesome. Yep. There's, there's a reason why the, the income yeah. is on there. Okay. Awesome guys. Thank you so much for showing up for yourself and being here today and diving in with me and Aaron on this session. Um, if people do want a replay, we're happy to send one. I was just going to kind of wait and see if people were interested in it. I know that Noni asked if she could rewatch it. So I'm happy to send that out to you guys. Um, and yeah, if you have any other questions about Shine, you know where to find us. Again, like Aaron said, feel free to apply just to get on a call. We can talk through all of the questions and really kind of figure out you know, where is the best fit, you know, for you, if you are ready to step in and really show up for yourself and do this. Yep. Yay. All right. Thank you so much, everyone. All right. Bye. All right. That is it for today. Now, as you know, some of our best conversations actually happen after the show. So I want you to find me on Instagram, head on over to our Facebook group at the Influencer Podcast, and let me know your thoughts about today's show. All right. I will see you again, same time, same place next week.